Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today's another AMA episode. That is, ask me anything. I'd love to answer your questions. And if you have a question you think is going to be a broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to victor at victorjm.com. That's victor at victorjm.com. This question comes from Natalia, and she says, I love your show. The concise format is packed with so much in just five minutes. I have a property that's my personal residence. I'm looking to rent it out as an entire property on a short-term basis. I also have several condos that I own that would do better as a short-term rental than as a long-term rental. How do I decide on pricing a nightly rate? Well, Natalia, this is a great question. It's also a huge question, and I'm going to try and condense about an entire day worth of content in about five minutes. You might think you're asking a real estate question. In fact, the question is more about marketing and digital marketing in particular. The whole process starts with understanding who your target client is. Let me use an analogy. Let's imagine for a second that you're buying chocolate. You could go to the grocery store and buy the giant bag of Hershey's Kisses, those little tiny chocolate bars. You can buy the four pound bag for about $23. You could also go out and buy the specialty handmade box of unique truffles. There's only three in a box and they're about $20. These are vastly different products, but they're still chocolate. They're targeted at different customers. The difference in price on a per pound basis is more than 20 to 1. The four pound bag of Hershey's Kisses is purchased to consume. The truffle is purchased to give as a gift for a special occasion. The same is true for a short term rental. If your property is a commodity, then you're going to be positioned in the market as a commodity. You're like one of those Hershey's Kisses in the bottom of the bag, indistinguishable from the next, hoping that you're the one that's going to get picked today. But if your property has some distinguishing features, if you're set apart from the rest, it's different. If your property is, let's say, a ski-in, ski-out property, 300 feet from the base of the gondola that takes you to the top of the mountain, that's a unique product. There might be 500 short-term rentals available at the ski resort in the surrounding area, and if you're just one of 500, your chance of being picked is one in 500. But if your product is that unique ski-in, ski-out chalet, then your chances of being picked improve to maybe one in five or one in three, and I like those odds a lot better. If you're serious about being in the short-term rental business, then you want to think about dynamic pricing. This is similar to what the airlines do, and it's no secret that it's less expensive to fly on Wednesday than on Monday or Friday. And it's not that it costs the airlines any less to fly on one day. The fuel costs the same and the staff gets paid the same, but demand is lighter on those days, so they price Wednesday at a lower price in order to stimulate more demand for Wednesday flights and get better utilization of resources. So you may price weekends higher than weekdays. If your property is, let's say, next to a convention center, then your pricing formula might be linked to the event calendar at the convention center. You can do a lot of market intelligence by examining the competition in your local market and in your own narrow segment, taking your target client into account. There are tools that help that process of determining the best pricing. One that I, one that I recommend is a company called AirDNA. They have 25 performance metrics for over 80,000 cities worldwide. They examine things like market occupancy, number of active listings, average daily rate, revenue per available room, booking lead times, and so on. You can also get customized competitive data sets, which allow you to get a much more accurate perspective on your specific segment of the market. Some properties are seasonal with a peak season, a low season, and a couple of shoulder seasons. And your pricing strategy is going to vary depending on what season you're in. 
For example, I own a portfolio of short-term rentals in a seasonal market. We know the highest nightly rate is in the 16 to 20 weeks during the summer. April and November are traditionally the slowest months. We have reasonable occupancy, but not a very high rate during ski season in the winter months. Demand during ski season is good, but it's a fraction of what it is during the summer and therefore the lower nightly rate. And this is where the importance of product positioning comes into play. I want my properties to have the best positioning in the market. So if someone rents one of my places for 130 a night in the middle of January, they feel like they're getting a great deal, and they are. It's not going to be the five $600 nightly rate that we get in the summer, but I'm happy to rent it at 130 a night in January. And I want the vacancy in the market to go to the junk in the market. I want more than my fair share of the market during those periods of softer demand. And key to achieving that is reviews. So we'll spend extra on a few items of furnishing. For example, we'll buy the most comfortable king-size mattress that money can buy. I don't mind spending extra on that. I want you to get those guest reviews that say, wow, this was the most comfortable bed ever. And if you have those reviews for your property, then you'll get more than your fair share of the market. Finally, I want you to make sure you show up as a super host in Airbnb. All these little things separate you from the rest of the properties that are just commodities in the market. I want to thank you, Natalia, for a great question. And for the listeners at home, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.